Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, Alan and Susie here from San Antonio Restaurants. We want to tell you about our new project, The Flavors of Texas. Yes, a fantastic new local guide where you can go and you can find everything that you want having to do with dining and entertainment local in San Antonio and surrounding areas. Everything from events to even who's running specials. That's right. It's going to be a guide right on your phone. It's going to be easy to get to. If you're a restaurant owner or a bar owner or any of the entertainment venues owners, you're going to want to be in this guide. So contact me or Susie. Yes. Susie is at? S. Lafredo at sa-restaurants.com. And I'm Alan Williams at awilliams at sa-restaurants.com. Hear from you soon. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes. We are the official, the only podcast of San Antonio restaurants. I'm Alan Williams, and... I am Susie Lafredo. Hey, Susie. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm fantastic. We have a wonderful guest. I'm so excited. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We are excited today. We have our first return guest. We have Chef Cesar Zapeta, who's been here once before, but we have him back again to talk about his new restaurant, Saucy Birds. You know, first of all, Susie, we should talk about this podcast studio Yes, for sure. So we are in the Peachtree Rose Marketing Podcast Studio, and this is the home of our podcast, and we absolutely love it here. The people are fantastic. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And they actually have two podcast studios. They have this one, which is a bigger podcast studio yeah, that has for up to four, four people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they have one that's for two people, uh, but they have all kinds of things. They have a massage studio. They have, you know, I can't, you can't not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's a great place. We're here at yeah. the corner of I 10 and 410 in the Stewart Title Building. It's a great studio. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, contact Peachtree Rose Marketing, mm-hmm. and they will give you a tour and set you up. Yep. All right, super. Chef Caesar, how are you doing today? Doing great. I'm happy to be here. Oh, we are glad to have you. So, of course, everyone knows Chef Caesar Zapetta and his Sangria on the Berg, which recently closed, and he's back open again with Saucy Birds. And so we wanted to... To find out what happened and and learn all about saucy birds, uh, so I, I call it birds. I guess saucy bird one. It's birds. No, it is birds. It is I birds. see your shirt. Yeah, we need okay. a lot of birds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so. love. I so when we went in there, the. Um, Atmosphere and everything is different. I mean, you have the the painting on the wall is absolutely fantastic. I love that mural. Thank so you. So cool. Yeah. And then it's a little. It's a different concept in that you. Um, it's fa- more fast casual. So you yes. go up to the counter and order. Yeah. Well, I've never done that before, and we're still working out the kinks. And but I just wanted to do something. Was you know you order comes to the table real quick, and it's you know you kind of get your own things. And uh, we still have the bar, so that's still going. So. If your kids want chicken strips and you want a drink, <laughs> this is your place. Still yeah. got it. Yeah, uh, I so, was happy to see that you had still had those flights on there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, I mean, the cool thing, Sangria on the Berg had, had a pretty good-sized menu, and you were always changing it. Uh, had a lot of barbecue stuff, had a lot of tacos, uh, that type of thing, and burgers, and, and just uh, salads, all kinds of, of, of great things. Now you really focus on chicken strips. But you have other things on the menu. But the main focus is chicken strips. 
with a bunch of different sauces. That's pretty cool. How, how many sauces do you have? Uh, we have about 12, 12 to 14 right now. Two of them are, are sauces for other things, but uh, but obviously you can still get them. So I've been making sauces my whole life, and it kind of still gives me that chefy, you know, creative outlet, mm-hmm. um, but focused on on one protein and things that we can do really fast at a good price. Sure. Yeah. So was that a was that concept? Was that something that you had been thinking? Yeah, this is this is what I want to go. This is the route that I want to go. You know, I, I thought about sangria, and and you know, as as the years go by, you add more to the menu, and you add more to the menu, and you add more, and we did all these you know, very unique things. That um that you know kind of your your own worst enemy as far as chefs are concerned we 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 can do a lot of things so we we do right and we keep adding and after a while I started writing down everything we do and it was like over two hundred items and my prep cook is like yeah we we do a lot we do you know way too much for this little space you know um fast forward uh, I was looks looking at financials and looking at you know the price of beef and the price of pork belly and and how things have gone up so much since COVID. Um, the price of pretty much everything, even, you know, now where we're getting chicken at beef prices and beef was all over the place. If you can get it at some point, it was that mm-hmm. it was kind of the whole our whole you know business had changed. And, you know, back in the day, if you would have told me we were going to have brisket, I, I would say, no, it's not it's not even an option. We're going to pay whatever we pay. But then you get it to where brisket is three times as much. Yeah. You make those decisions. Right. So. I thought about something that I can do extremely well. We worked on it for a long time. There were things that it happened in 10 days, but didn't happen in months where I'm like, hey, I have to figure out something that I can definitely invite families out um, to feed their family at a reasonable price, mm-hmm. still get a drink, still get a really good value for your food, and come back more often. You yeah. know, And um, chicken seemed the only thing that's you know, a little stable as far as price is concerned that I can do that and still do well as a business. Right. Yeah. 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 Smart. Well, that's kind of why we wanted to have you on because you're not the only one that was hurting in the economy. Uh, there's lots of small restaurants out there that local restaurants are, that are just really struggling. So, um, I, you know, I, I've heard some criticism on the page, people that don't really know what they're talking about, but people that, that like to spout their opinions and, 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 um, they kind of act like you did it on the spur of the moment and that, you know, just because you wanted to bring in a lot of new people at the end and then and then come up with something new. But it was painful for you, wasn't it? I mean, Sangria was your baby. Yeah, that was, you know, kind of my firstborn, and, and um, I was very proud of it. We did a good job. And, and, you know, if you think about Sangria, it was me and my team together that a lot of people worked with me for a long time mm-hmm. and um, coming together and, and make doing a concept. Well, first of all, any concept is extremely hard. Everybody thinks that it's, it's simple. Well, please go try to make one. It's really, really difficult. And yeah. Um, it, yeah. it, Chef Jason Dady was on, on just a, a few weeks ago, and, and he liked to, he said cooking is the easy part. Everything else is hard. Exactly. It is. It's just you know convincing someone to try something that has never they've never heard of. Mm. It's extremely hard. I don't care if it's your mom or your grandma. Like it's like you look at it, mm, but for people to actually pay for it and drive, you know, the destination restaurant. We're not, we're not on a major highway We're you know, we're, we're tucked a little bit. Right. Um, so just convincing people to come out is really hard. So it's a lot of writing. It's a lot of mm-hmm. designing. It's a lot of um, menu design, writing things. So they sound great. So a lot goes into it before you even cook one thing. Yeah. There's, I've told you before, like 
sometimes I, I don't even taste things. I, I taste them in my head, and I'm like, yeah, they're gonna work out, mm-hmm. and they work out. Um, <laughs> you dream years it. <laughs> of yeah, you kind of a dream it, you know, manifest what what's gonna happen, and then um, so yeah, closing down sangria was not easy. It was a uh, it was very hard, and finally I came down to it, and it came down to the fact that, you know, if we had stayed sangria, I wouldn't be in business right now. Mm-hmm. And that that's how rough it gotten financially for for um, for many restaurants. We've seen a lot of great restaurants close down, and, and more that I've heard are, are closing down soon. Right. So um, it, was, it was time for a pivot, and I love this industry, and I want to be in it in some way. And um, you know, I do private chef work. I, I help other other companies with their with their menus and things like that. But um, I wanted something that I can have more people come out and really enjoy themselves. And I feel like it's it's things are getting too expensive, and we're we're not being able to go out as much because we don't have as much extra money. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was my main focus. And yeah, I, I've read it everything too, Alan. I've, I've Believe me, I look at everything and people kind of, you know, saying that, you know, I've had lady, a lady that direct messaged me that was so terrible what I did and they deceived everybody. And, and um, I'm never going to feel bad about doing something great for my for my uh, first of all, people that had gift cards got to use them. Yes. So that's important mm-hmm. to me. You know, I, I think that's the right thing to do. It would not be righteous to close down and say, hey, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we gave them a month to use our gift cards and then. The staff that was with me, I knew I had a little turnaround time. It was only 10 days. I worked really hard um, to get that happen, to make that happen. But it, was, uh, it wasn't at all to deceive anybody. I, I think I've made it pretty clear. I was, I was, I'm not going to die, right? I'm, I'm going to do something else. And I said I was you know, becoming back with something. I don't think many people expected it to be that fast. Um, but I had a team waiting on me. And I care more about them than I care about people's opinions of me. So, um, you well, know, and I, and I made it happen in 10 days and I kept my staff together and we're, we're working and doing extremely well. So, yeah. And I, and I think it's so smart. I mean, you have to stay ahead of the trends and of what's happening. And I think that coming up with a concept where, you know, is that's family friendly, that you can, you know, go out and you can take the kids and you can go as a family and you can enjoy something delicious and not have not break the bank. And just coming up with this concept of being able to provide that, I think, was is so important i think i think that it, it it's just staying ahead of of you know what you needed to stay ahead of um and and it's smart i mean at the end of the day um it's a business um but also when you go there you're not um the, the quality is amazing um so i i mean the first time we went and tried those chicken tenders i was like whoa <laughs> they're so good um so that was i, I wanted to bring that up as well because i know that you were talking about um, you know, earlier you were talking about what goes into making these chicken tenders. I mean, but there's, you know, they're hand battered. I mean, all the seasonings, I mean, you're, you're putting together it painstakingly, making sure they're perfect. You know, you have this, um, buttermilk, um, you know, signature buttermilk. It it just, I mean, there's a lot that goes into putting these tenders together to ensure that you're putting out a quality dish. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I know that. Thank you. It, it, I'm glad you taste it. You know, because <laughs> yep. I, I feel like we go through it. You know, believe me, making that flour and, and this little, we're doing it basically by hand right now, and I'm grinding up everything and making sure that the flour, the, the seasonings are all uniform and and every bite has the same amount, right? Because if you don't do that, it's some parts are too salty, some parts are too this. So, 
it's I'm gonna look I tell people I'm gonna look back you know a few years from now and laugh at that we were doing this by <laughs> this little robo coup mm-hmm. and it's funny because down the you know I can see it down the road we're doing it in a warehouse somewhere where we're making because it's terrible there's flowers all over the place like I have like flour in my eyes constantly <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to make this perfect right so a lot goes into it and and uh, I do think a lot of people don't. It's a chicken strip, right? But I think they assume most places, which I'm assume I, I also assume a lot of places get them in frozen and just fry them, right? Um, but actually doing them, I think you can taste the difference. And you know, for me, I I do think breaking bread with your family is important. Mm-hmm. Um, even having kids or you know teenagers, and it's kind of like stopping everybody eating together and talking, mm-hmm. putting your phone down for a few minutes, you know, and having a dinner is is a uh, it shouldn't be a rarity. It should, be, you know, that was every day for me growing up. So mm-hmm. um, I think bringing that back even even every once in a while is a great thing. Yeah. I yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, let's go through some of the processes of, of any restaurant sure. and then what you did to overcome that. So after COVID, there was a big shortage of restaurant workers, both front of house and back of house. I think it's because people figured out they're not making much money at these things, they can make money, you know, driving for Uber or, or, or you know, lots of other other ways. Uh, am I correct in that? Is was there a big issue with employees? You know, um, the industry in its in itself is is a kind of work when others play, right? Our weekends aren't weekends. We <laughs> it's everybody's weekend, right? Our weekend, our week doesn't end. You know, it keeps going. So yeah. that weekend thing where everybody has off, but we don't. So it's not it's, it's not always fun. Holidays, we work most holidays. We work most nights, weekends, all these times where everybody else has off. Where we're working, so it's not. It's very easy if you find something that is easier to do, and you know, on the time that you want to do it, it's not hard to convince someone to do that <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know this is hard. I believe me, a, a guy that worked for me for years was begging him to come back, and he and he told me he's like Caesar, like I love you, but. Now I work from 4 to 12. I pick up my kids every day from school. I don't, and he's Ubering. I work, um, or, you know, one of the ride shares. Um, you know, I don't work weekends. I don't work holidays. Or, you know, I work if I want, when I want. And no offense, I make as much as I make with you. Mm-hmm. And so now he just picks the hours that he works. Another huge part, which I don't think a lot of people know, or if you're not in the industry, you don't know this, but... There's all these apps that, you know, there's one called Quick. And I use it, too, because sometimes we were so short-staffed. What do you do? You find mm-hmm. these things. So mm-hmm. now a cook, you know, another really good guy of mine, you know, worked with me for years. Um, he's like, you know, would come back, man, but I just do the Quick thing. So every day he can look on there what's available. I, I can post a job right now for two hours two hours from now say, hey, I need a cook, a prep cook or whatever, dishwasher. Oh, wow. This so time, it's already out there. It's Oh, yeah. It's out there. That's so. Cool. He would rather do that because he, if he wants to work a Friday night, he picks it up. If he doesn't, he's not on anybody's schedule. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why would I be on your schedule and have to work every single day that you tell me to work when I can just literally pick up shifts every single day and get paid the same day? Right. So if they work today, they get paid today. Um, I don't know how the tax things work on that, but you're probably – you're, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure as far as the tax situation for them, but a lot of people, a lot of the good cooks are doing that because they can pick up a shift any, in the one, if they want, they can work as much as they want. Right. And they don't, they're not stuck on someone's schedule. Mm-hmm. So we've lost a ton of our kitchen guys to that because 
if they want to do it, they can do it. If not, and they can work full time if they want to, they don't have to. Wow. So that's that's hurt our industry in the fact that it's hard to find people when there's an option for them just to do that. Right. That's every day. Right. I did not sure. know about that. Yeah, so April it, mentioned it yesterday. Well, you know, I, I guess I did hear that from yeah. her, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I didn't really understand that it was such a big deal. The impact doing that full time. Yeah, is it front of the house too? So front if a, house, a server catering, can find everything, catering server, catering bartender. And, and a lot of the, our industry people are doing that because it's it's very flexible. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us, we work with other people's school schedules and lives and everything like that. But that's if you want to work, when you want to work, how you want to work, whatever. And and sure. honestly, a lot of those you get paid a little bit more because let's say the person is pretty desperate. Like, I need a dishwasher today and I need to put it on. So I'm willing to pay a little bit more than someone else. Um, but the bad thing for the restaurant is now we have to if uh, if we use that app now we have to pay forty percent to the app. Wow. Oh my on top goodness! Of that. Wow. So that labor is just skyrocketing, and you're like, well, and that's just to get by, right? And so a lot of a lot of the places, you know, <clears throat> can't do it. Ranch yeah. and working, they use them for most of their kitchen staff. So not only are they paying high dollar for the hourly, they're also paying forty percent to the, the app. Wow. So that what does that mean? It means a mm-hmm. lot of places that can't find people are using things like that just to to give good service. Well, that takes from the bottom line if there's a bottom line, right? right. We, it, that, so that's made another part of it being really expensive. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so what one of the things that you've done to overcome the employee issue is you order at the counter now. So mm-hmm. there's no wait staff that needs to you know or less wait. There's still some. Yeah, because they still serve. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, at the, also, you're serving on. Are you serving on on cardboard uh, yeah, boats? Biodegradable, yeah. Yeah. yeah, biodegradable boats. So so there's not as much dishwashing. So you don't need a dishwasher as 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 critically, uh, or someone to bust the tables so people can throw their own stuff away. Is it? All those little things are you know again we are we are trying. I don't know if I'm in love with them. But, um, you know, we're trying to figure out that happy between service and counter and do we need another person to dishwasher? Yeah, well, there's not a lot of dishes to wash. And um, so these little things that, you know, the reality is it's kind of like we're, we're we used to throw away so many silverware. You ought to be shocked how much silverware we went through. Really? And it would just get thrown away. Ramekins, these little white containers. It, and it's like, man. By so, accident or? I would I would like to think that. Yeah. <laughs> or but, you know, it's every restaurant. So when we okay. clean the river downtown. Uh, when I used to work downtown, when you clean the river on the on the very edge of the river, so they drained the river and cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. There was silverware where servers would dump the silverware over the rev- river, so they wouldn't have to roll it. Wow, I'm not I'm not lying. To you. Wow. Like this is it's it's so you know you find silverware, people just throwing away silverware, throwing away things. So, you know, I'm, I found everything that was really hard cost wise and I cut try to cut that out. Yeah. Okay, you know, we're not doing tablecloths anymore. We, we bought tables, we don't have to worry about that. Obviously right. we use a sanitized wipe. We use, you know, those all the little things that we're I was just spending so much money on linen. Yeah. So and, much money well on and people things. don't realize the um the cost mm-hmm. of these types of items. I mean, <clears throat> we've had um, in, across the board, I mean, you know, everything has increased in cost, you know, from I mean, the little things, even the napkins, everything has just increased 30 to 40 percent. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. That's tough. And it, it all adds up. And if you look at even the glassware, I know it's funny. So people <clears throat> drop a glass and everybody kind of like, ah, oh, you know, opa. But it, <laughs> the owner's like, mm, yeah. No, yeah. Money, money, money. Another glass. Yep. Um, so I did, I tried to look at all those things. How can I give somebody an $8 lunch? 
and still be able to make money on my side. And it's like trying to get rid of all the things that I was spending a lot of money on. You'd be shocked how much silverware we spent on silverware. We'll go back to that because it is pricey. Sure. And it says you don't want cheapy ones. You want good ones. Well, then when all the good ones get thrown away, you're just, you're, what do you do after a while? Mm-hmm. And it, it's a shocking amount. So I try to cut all those things out and just make it very easy to run this operation. I knew I was going to, I was working on other projects and things like that. So how can we give all this at a great price and, and, and still maintain some profitability? Yeah, well, and, and you focus on the quality. Um, you know, and, that, and I think that's the key. You know, it was funny. We were talking with, and I'm trying to remember what chef it was, but we were asking him, you know, what what would you consider fine dining? And he owns a, a, you know, major fine dining restaurant. And he said, quite honestly, he said, what I would consider fine dining is the food. He said, I mean, I could go somewhere and eat a, off of a street vendor, and the food is unbelievable to me. That's fine dining. So, you know, he said it, it's all in the perspective of, you know, that individual. When you go and you and you eat there, when you take that bite, you're like, yeah, this is, you know. So, sure. you know, really, it, it, you know, so it gives you the opportunity to focus on, on that. You know, a, a lot of, um, you know, if you think about a steakhouse, um, when you walk into a steakhouse, everything has to fit that price point. So let's say you, you walk into, you know, J Prime, you know, you know. Yeah, of course. As, as, mm-hmm. as a guy, girl, whatever. You're going to spend a lot of money, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you walk in and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. Here it goes. It's going to yep. be one of those nights. Um, and I'll say this. Sangria was never that. You know, we have low yeah. ceilings. There's a ton of things I'd like to do if it was my building, right? And you know, all these little things that would really, because that adds value. You know, things add value. As soon as you walk in, it has to fit there. It's okay, well, I don't think Sangria's ever going to do that. We were doing some stuff that had high value. And, you know, you know, brisket and all these these, these things we would do, chicken fried ribeye. I shouldn't have never done chicken fried ribeye. What am I thinking? But... You know, it was, like, it was that chef in me that couldn't help it but mm-hmm. do something really great, right? It was beautiful. It was a beautiful cut. Everybody loved it. Um, but it really didn't fit the place. And I think that's why I really just sat down and was, okay, this is, is you know, we're, 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 you know, never going to be, this is this is what it is, right? It's the end of a, of a strip of a, a strip center and mm-hmm. it, it it happens to be this. Let's try to get food that really fits this, you know? And could I do a steakhouse and fine dining? Absolutely. Um, but that, that would be more reserved for a place that really fits that, that concept. That, that's so smart. So smart. I mean, we there, there are other restaurants that, that we know that um, that's the same issue that they're having is they're, um, the, the food is amazing and the quality is wonderful, but the, the prices are so unbelievably high. So when people go, they order the burger, <laughs> you know, because that, you know, that, that's, you know, it, that's the kind of place that it is and where it's at and where all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so that that's so smart. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I really, I really don't think there's anything wrong with the no, burger. No, not right? at all. No, yeah. but, but I do, I do understand. But when you have all those other ingredients and you need to move them and you're not because, you know, it, it's you. No matter what, you have to create that ambiance. It says, it says, hey, I'm I'm a little more expensive restaurant. Mm-hmm. When you don't have it, it's a little confusing. Yeah. And um, so you know, I just really wanted to make something that you know, again. That, that more people could afford. Yeah, and I think that's just that's my my mindset going forward. You know, I want everybody to be able to go out to eat and, and well, break bread and have a good time. So one of the things that you mentioned is that you know you're you're still able to 
I mean, you you bring out your inner chef with those sauces because right. I remember. So so Caesar, like as Alan mentioned, I mean, he was one of our first podcasts that mm-hmm. was on, yep. and I remember I'll never forget him saying, you know, that you the sauces are really you know, can can dictate, you know, what kind of chef you are. Because yeah. people don't realize the amount of, um, I mean, there's so many layers of flavor that go into a sauce. And I remember you saying that there's times when you would be sleeping and you'd be dreaming of this sauce and it would be so real. You wake up in the morning, you'd be like, yeah, and you'd write it down and you'd go make that sauce. And anyway, so n- now, I mean, there are so many unbelievable sauces. And I think that that's one of the things that takes these this dish or these tenders to another level are these crazy sauces that you can order um anyway so no it's um you know it's just like making a soup right you you have one chance it's one spoon and and you got and it's that spoon that kind of ratatouille moment where i don't care what genre of food it is you know you have italian wedding soup or something like that when you have that one spoon and that's it like it's all you have you know so then you're like oh my god it can mm. be it can be fideo it can yeah. be whatever you want it to be but it's like those sauces have to be on point, and mm-hmm. we have to make sure. So it really, uh, as you know, I've heard people say, oh, the, they're store-bought. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, how did you get it so creamy? I was like, 25 years right. of making them. That's, <laughs> exactly. what, that's how I got it so creamy. That's how I got it to that point. And so um, I've done that for a long time. Sauces have always been my thing, and I really enjoy them. And even other chefs like, you know, man, whatever you're making, but that sauce. I was like, you know, I really work on that because I know, like, you know, it's also sauces are, are your, your cover-up, let's say. Grandma made, you know, she, she overcooked the, the whatever. <laughs> add some right. more gravy. Um, add some yeah, more gravy. Right. You're good to go. so, exactly. So, um, you know, not, not that we hide behind that. The, 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 the main thing is the chicken strip, right? And I like to say they stand alone. Yeah. But they're just another level when you, when you use a sauce or mix and match and do your thing. It's funny when you see people sit there, there and they're dipping and, um, and they're, they're trying to, make, to create their own sauce. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> That's I love cool. that. All right. Well, Susie, what do you say we stop here and take a break, and then we will be right back with more from Chef Caesar Zapetta. That sounds great. If you own a bar or restaurant in San Antonio, you want to use the best tools and have a local service provider to help you along the way. San Antonio POS is the POS solution that you need. San Antonio POS uses SkyTab, which has been designed specifically for the hospitality industry. And the best part is you can get a personalized system installed without spending a dime up front. And you get a 30-day no-obligation trial. So get more information about San Antonio POS by clicking the link on our website, theflavorsoftexas.com. That's theflavorsoftexas.com. And we are back on The More You Know, The Better It Tastes. Today we have Chef Cesar Zapetta formerly of Sangria on the Berg, but now his brand new Saucy Birds. So that's such a cool place. Chef, I want to talk about, you know, you know, San Antonio restaurants, we are all about local restaurants. We, you know, our, our goal, we always say, right, Susie, we want to break the chain. We yep. want people to get away from those chain restaurants and try some local restaurants. In this economy, what's different for the chain restaurants than it is for, for local restaurants? A huge part is is uh, is buying power, you know. And whenever you have, you know, ten units, thirty units, a hundred units, um, you can get with a provider of whatever you're you're buying, and you can buy in bulk. Um, and where the average the average restaurant, especially one unit, 
They can't. You can you can only buy so much, and you're buying at a small small quantity, so you don't really get those buying, um, that buying power. That hey, I'm going to buy you know, hundred thousand pounds of something. Well, you're not. You're buying forty. You're buying one hundred and twenty, mm-hmm. maybe three hundred. Which it sounds like a lot to the average person, but we're going to go through that in two or three days. But um, where you really get your price savings and where you buy in bulk. So that's what's hard about. You know, even down the street, you have a, a national chain, and you're right down the street. They can afford to charge less for that chicken sandwich than you can because they simply can create it for less. Mm-hmm. So that's a challenge. And understanding that that you know, a local restaurant, you see the price a little bit higher, it's just because they have to, just because they're not getting as, as as good of a deal on their on their products as 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 a lot of people would think. Yeah. You know, you look at H E B, and we we don't get it that much cheaper than you do. Um, you know, if we're buying a number of cents, so that's why I went to the single, you know, single uh, protein concept because I can't. I, I now I have a little buying power. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not as much as other places, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point where okay, you know, and maybe that second unit, then I'll have some really good buying power. So I don't know how many I want to have, but I think it is a it is an idea of having more. Down the road. Susie, we just got a little scoop. There may be more. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, it brain right guys. now. <laughs> you know, it, it's um, it, again, it also goes down to the simplicity of the concept. How can I do it where I can make another one? Sangria was tough and mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah, it, you, you couldn't know, have made another sangria. No, it, it, There's only one it was, Caesar. It was very unique and it was very, you know, very me and, and complicated, right? And I, and I do that on purpose. But, you know, I, I say this and I go back to. You know, talking about sangria, it you know it branded me, it branded you know us, the company, and you know there people people all the time point at me like sangria, <laughs> I get I get H E B or whatever. Right. So you 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 know it, it really did put me on the map. So I'm 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 always be proud of that. And who knows, maybe down the road another sangria, but you know I'm crazy. We'll see, but maybe <laughs> not. Um, you know, but it really did put us on the map and help. I, there would be no saucy birds without sangria. Right. Like I couldn't do this. Yeah. I couldn't do something simple and straightforward, but delicious. Because maybe people wouldn't give me a chance. Well, they're giving me a little bit of a chance right now. So yeah. I'm, I'm getting that because I went through this this route of of my life, and I'll always be proud of that. But um, it's uh, it's it's nice to see now that. That a concept like Saucy Birds, actually, I can make another one because it's pretty straightforward. Right. I don't have a big crew, and it can be trained really, really fast. Sure. And easy. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you are you are a one protein concept, but you do have you know, and we've been talking a lot about the tenders because that's kind of your mm-hmm. your signature dish there. But you do have other. You have salad, and you yeah. have. Um, you know, uh, other things on the menu sure. as well. Uh, I think you have a slider, Sammy's, mm-hmm. um, and, and different things like that. So, and nachos, his amazing nachos are on that menu. <laughs> those are, but, uh, you know, uh, those staples, they're San Antonio staples, right? And, and they're they're really good. And, and I, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we, we love what we love, right? And, you know, like nachos are great. They're so good. They go great with drinks. And, and you know, it, it kind of, the, the whole thing, mom, dad, Kids, everybody loves nachos, so that's something like I, I did put a burger on there as well. Yeah, I saw and that, that. So there's another there's a beef element there, and it's, it's like I, a I really seven want, or eight dollar burger. Yeah, right? it's, yeah a, it's a seven, seven dollar burger. burger. It's very yeah. you know, and it and it's, it's cheeseburger. Like that's what it is. I, I didn't try to go too crazy with yeah. it, but I also just wanted to relieve the stress of the fryer, which I did get another awesome. But we're talking about adding another fryer mm-hmm. because it's. It's just kind of crazy. So, mm-hmm. you know, the guy's like, we can use another fryer. It's like, man, you know, and that comes down to space of your vent hood and seeing if mm-hmm. it works there. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, 
you know, the, the, the beef burger was on there because I, I needed to just alleviate a little bit of the stress from, from the, from the, the, the chicken strips. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, and, and not, not everyone likes chicken, so you sure. got to have something for everyone, right? Sure. Yeah. I didn't think about the kitchen. So with, with having primarily one protein, there's probably some devices in your kitchen you were able to clear out and not. You know, I had a wood grill and there forever and so that was kind of the you know it was, it was a little smoky in there because we're just constantly cooking wood so we did move that out i did a, a brought a double fryer in which i'm finding that maybe that's not enough um you know the, the good thing about having a small concept is is the line might be going constantly and this last saturday we, we were crazy again we had to stop production of chicken strips for a little while to clean out the fries and put fresh oil and that just midday because it was so crazy so we're we're learning all these things, right? Okay, man, how do we how do we get this to work and have a really good product? The oil is really important, so clean oil and make sure that it's good. So we we midday we had to change it because we we fried so many and that line never stopped. So, yeah. but I think everybody's kind of understanding. Hey, we're we, and they, they see the line and it's also great, you know, because once you order, it's not that long for your food to come out. So it's kind of this, you know, understanding, you know, trying this concept and everybody being very patient, and understanding. But I, I'm I'm happy to say that after they try it, they're like, okay, yeah, it's it. worth it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that kind of brings me to which hopefully this is okay to bring up, but I, I think it's important because I think people don't understand the or, or don't realize the impact that they can have on a small business or a local business when. I, I don't know. It, we were talking about this earlier. Um, you know, somebody might go somewhere and there might be one little teeny tiny thing or there might be, oh, maybe they waited f- five minutes more than what they felt like they needed to or whatever it was. And then they'll turn around and, and put something, you know, very negative out there. And, you know, without understanding and realizing the the, the effect that it has on the local restaurant. I, I think it's important, you know, to kind of talk about that and bring it up because, um, you know, you, you have to be understanding. And, and when you go to a local restaurant, everything is made from scratch. Everything is, you know, hand battered. And, you know, what you guys are back there putting together to put out this quality um, food, I, I think that, I think it's important to, you know, kind of, I don't know, touch on it. And I was just curious sure. your thoughts. You know, whenever, especially when you're, when you're trying a new concept or you, or you are a small business, you don't necessarily have even the equipment. You know, I don't know if y'all saw this, but QT was looking at doing a chicken concept, and they have this this fryer that that did it was that fryer was sixty thousand mm. dollars. The the average restaurant, and it would be great to have. Yeah, it, believe me, yeah. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I can't afford a sixty thousand dollar fryer. Exactly. You know, like, and so those things that make these other places so fast, uh, the average mom and pop does not have that, and we're trying to recreate our line and get it to flow and. Uh, we are doing everything scratch. They are they're not pre made. They're made right. there. So that adds a, a time. You yeah. know, time is mm-hmm. you know, it just does. So, you know, th- one one thing also I kinda like about the line service thing, which is a little different. When you get in that line, you can see the line, right? <laughs> if you choose not to eat there that <laughs> that's day, true. that's cool. That's <laughs> right. on you. Come back another time. And yeah. you know, and we all kinda tend to go out at the same time. Friday, seven o'clock, you know, lunch at noon. And, you know, like like the medical center, there's a lot of different times that people get released. It's not all at noon. So we have the 11, we have, yeah. So we'll have a three o'clock rush where, because medical center gets out at weird times. Right. So um, understanding that, you know, you know, that we're not, we're not perfect. You know, I see reviews too. And some of them, you know, the one star review because it took twenty minutes and it was like just for chicken strips. And it's like, yeah, what's it's thousands of chicken strips, my friend. You know, <laughs> and so, um, you know, I read all of them, and you know, I used you're to not, really you're not get me down. To. 
Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, again, some of them are true. Some of them we can get better. You know, there's mm-hmm. things like, hey, guys, this and that. You know, things in there wasn't toilet paper in the toilet in the restrooms. Okay, we got to you know, check that yeah. more frequently. So we right. can learn from all of them. But you know, I've gotten to the point I don't lose sleep over it anymore. Yeah. I have, uh, you know, I get it. You know, we all have a voice now. But I, I do hope that other people understand that that you know. If you don't support local and, and, and only point out the bad, you know, point out good as well. Yes. You know, you, you have a voice and everybody has an opinion and all that. And I get it. We all have we all have that right. Right. But um, I hope you do as good as much good as you do bad because yeah. it does hurt a local business. Sure. And it does hurt, especially people that are struggling or just to stay alive. And then they get this one sort of view and they're like, oh, my God. And, you know, it's. um an employee could have said something wrong or we just have a complaint about the host not being nice enough when they were on the wait. Like, mm-hmm. you're just mad because you didn't make a reservation. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow well, it's I, our fault. Well, and I do love, you know, like, for example, like you're saying with the toilet paper. It's like, okay, you know, so we'll, we'll work hard on that. But having said that, and, and, and I think that that's, that's such a great response. Um, having said that, you know, on that individual, and this is just advice out there, just say something to the manager or whatever. Or just say, you know, hey, you're out of toilet paper and they'll fix it. <laughs> A lot right of the times, <laughs> it, it's never told to us. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they were, you know, it's these, uh, what do you call them? I don't want to say a bad word. But keyboard, you know, It'll be our second warriors. Beat. Keyboard warrior, yeah. Keyboard <laughs> warriors that come out yeah. here and they make, like, I have seen people that I've asked how their mail's doing, and they don't say anything. Everything's great. And then as soon, I, in the parking lot, I've seen them put a, I've actually walked out. Where I see someone writing reviews, like, "Hey, why didn't you tell me? I, I was right there in front of you. I asked how everything was. You could have said that. Don't be a coward. Like yeah. I'm right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, if you're such a, you know, yeah. if you're so wordy, let's have words right now. Like right. I'm fine, and I can get it better. I can not charge you for your food. I can make sure that you're happy. But going off and just saying it online instead of like actually being constructive and and helpful, because right. uh, I think that that's the end of the day. I I appreciate that. I appreciate co- you know constructive criticism and, and how we can get better. But if it's just out there to use your voice to hurt people, you know, there's there's no place for that. We don't we don't need that. Yeah. Um, find something better to do. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get it. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you about the the services that really came about during COVID for delivering food. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of changed a lot in the restaurant industry, that more people are used to ordering from home. Either pick up, they'll go pick it up or they'll have it delivered to them. How is that with uh, Saucy Birds? Is how, how did that, you know, change the way you designed Saucy Birds? Sure. It's, um, you know, a lot of people are using these apps. I've found a lot of people have become kind of homebodies, you know. <laughs> uh, whether you work from home, which is a different change, right, and you didn't get dressed to go anywhere, we might want to just order in lunch. So we have a, a constant flow of, of those, those coming in. And there are good. Understand that it's always better to, to go to the restaurant and order for the restaurant um, because we lose a percentage on every sale on those things. But it's kind of the way the way of the future, and a lot of people that are at home and they they don't want to go out. They don't, so they order. My my family does the same thing. I get it, but um, it's it's definitely something we have to focus on. It's definitely something that we have to understand and get really good at. Um, there's nothing worse than getting an order at your house that's wrong, right? Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> um, you know, it could be whatever it is. So that's a lot of you know you know kind of stress on getting those those orders perfect because they're yeah. not coming back and they're mm-hmm. and that's a bad review and I kind of get it, but you know because you know during during the the pandemic the height of to go only, 
we had bags everywhere. It was so hard to get, okay, this bag is here. And, you know, if you forget one ketchup, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and then the, mm-hmm. some of them will want the whole thing for free. And right. like, I just didn't put ketchup in there. Yeah. yeah. So, you, But you had all yeah. these bags that you're trying to organize it, and invariably something's going to happen. Yeah. So we try our best with those, but... um. You know, I know anytime I've called a restaurant and said, you know, hey, you know, this was missing. They're always like, you know what? Don't no worries at all. You know, you're so sorry. You know, when you come back in, we'll have a gift card, whatever it is. I mean, yeah. they're they're always great about, you know. Like, yeah, okay. it, it's kind of weird because <laughs> it, it's not only dealing with the the restaurant at that point, but also the third party. And True. so we we've, yes. we've had you know so you didn't have to who do you go to it's very confusing for people so true so very we true. we try to make sure and you know sometimes it's not even the restaurant's fault the yeah. the, the the whoever's picking it up especially when you have a line of pickups they'll yeah. just grab the wrong bag and that's happened or they'll yes. say the wrong name or whatever so now I'm like I want to see your phone I want to see exactly the name because I want to match them up um, so that's been hard as well so yes. you're doing all these dynamics and back you know the people. So now, you know, people even taking food out of the bags. You know, we've had all the people calls like, no, I know I put that in there. And what do you do? You're like, okay, let me send you a gift card or something like that. Or, and you know, that, that's, that's, it's just hard on that aspect. So getting that perfect is, is, is yeah, a moving target. That's a great, that's a great right? point. It's you know, weird. That, like, that, you, in betw- you, that, yeah. that having that third party in between because. You would expect people to do the right thing, right? But not eat someone's food or not take someone's food. But yeah. I've heard stories about you know the. I mean, I'm just I have heard stories about mm-hmm. them canceling the order and then the the individual never got the order because the third party person canceled the order and then they you know yeah and so and then the the individual never received their order. Of course, they're so upset and whatever, but. Yeah, so I, I've heard stories times, like that too. Yeah, the, re- the restaurant <laughs> is held responsible for something they yeah. had no control over, and mm-hmm. I've had that too. People calls like, "No, I, you know, we did this or did that," and and they're like, "Well, we never got." And who's to you just want to make it right, right? But who's to know that they did get the food and didn't say anything, or the driver just canceled and kept the mm-hmm. food? And the restaurant's like, "Well, I, I bagged it. Someone picked it up. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much all I have control over." So it's a it's an interesting thing, but it's not going yeah. away. No, so no. I think. Getting really good at it and and making sure that we have you know but now it's like now I have to buy these little stickers like these bags that have an adhesive sticker which each one of those you know you're talking about cost that's a cost right and these bags that I have all these things on them or these stickers and it's like man you have to spend more money on something you're making less money on yeah 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 mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah right yeah. well if we keep going win. this way we're going to talk you out of being in the restaurant business at <laughs> no, all you're going to say no no I appreciate this uh, and 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 I appreciate your 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 agreeing to be on the podcast today because we did want to clear up some things about why you closed Sangria, and, and just talk about some of the issues with the industry. But Saucy Birds is a great, great restaurant, yeah, uh, really good food. I'm looking at your uh, at your logo. It's got a – it's really probably a rooster, but it's a chicken with sunglasses. Drinking glass of Sangria, right? I mean, is you're, you're going to have a drink. It is Sangria, yeah. but it's whatever you want it to be. Well, let's, be, well, let's make a Sangria <laughs> because you do – and I, that's why I, I wanted to point out that – you still have sangria on the menu mm-hmm. the at uh, Saucy Birds. The you know, the, the, I, I don't know if people go out to drink or go out to eat. I'm pretty sure most of us go out to have a drink, and we might have a bite to eat while we drink, right? So I, I never wanted to lose it. I, I always felt like that's 
it was you know sangria right it was it was alcohol for it it was it was intentional i mm-hmm. wanted people and then we made the little flights which were really cute and really instagrammable and, yeah people love um, those people love those yeah. and, and they just add a lot of flavor and a lot of uh um kind of a, a cool way of trying different things mm-hmm. so uh, the bar won't the bar didn't stop you know yeah. i i uh i made sangria forever so that that's a part i think people have really thanked me for for keeping on so i'm i'm um i'm 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 happy to serve that and i'm also happy that you can have you know chicken strips with a with a alcoholic beverage they might not seem to go together but they do yeah they oh, do yeah, yeah well i saw well there was somebody who posted not long ago um, that they had gone to saucy birds mm-hmm. oh my gosh it was so good and i think half of the comments were do they still have the flights do they still have the flight <laughs> yeah do they still it, serve the margaritas you know so, as much yeah. as uh, I'm, I'm proud of my food those flights were just something <laughs> and it really made it they really made it special so and um i'm i'm, I'm glad people appreciate them yeah yeah they wow, do great well, Saucy Birds is at 5115 Fredericksburg Road. That's right at Fredericksburg and Callahan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a wonderful restaurant. You need to go check it out. All those great sauces to go with the delicious chicken strips. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. What was your favorite, Susie? Do you remember which sauce you um, liked? I loved the uh, – so I, I know exactly which ones I had. But I, I liked the Thai peanut. I thought it was so good. Yeah. It was so yummy. You even had – little pieces of peanut in there yeah, yeah. It was yummy. you had a spicy ranch that was my was favorite because really I, I like chicken strips with ranch mm-hmm. so uh, to have that spicy ranch was really delicious you and you do still have brunch also right we have we did sort of brunch we're, we're doing it friday through monday and we just recently opened mondays which is uh i've been closed for so long but it's been going great you know it's not you know it's, it's uh we wanted to do a little service industry brunch i think a lot of people that work in the industry don't get to brunch because mm-hmm. we're working brunch yeah. so that's fun to ha- offer brunch on mondays as I well so we're doing it friday friday through monday and um very what are your very, hours then on on those days what are your hours okay so we're, we're open um sunday through thursday from 11 to 9 and okay. then friday and saturday are open from 11 to 10. okay so on monday you can have brunch but at, at 11. yes at 11 and gotcha. every day brunch is from 11 to 3. gotcha from friday, friday to Monday. very cool yeah yeah i'm i'm a breakfast guy so i i love having brunch at lunch yeah yeah we'll, or be, even we'll be we'll be coming by <laughs> after the podcast <laughs> oh, so cool. Well, Chef Caesar, thank you so much yeah, for being here thank today. You. We really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. And uh, best wishes on, on your new venture. I know you're going to do great and uh, look forward for that second, third, fourth, fifth, <laughs> sixth, and seventh uh, new store. We'll see. We'll see. Then. <laughs> right now, let's just get this one rolling. Right. right I'm, I'm proud to be on here. And I'm, I'm you know, um, San Antonio Restaurants has always been such, such, a, such a creative way for, for not only restaurant tours, but San Antonio foodies just to go out there and say what they love and and uh, I love the questions that are asked there and I love you know me too I'm like where is the best this <laughs> um, so and, and, and it's also great as a tool to to see what people are looking for yeah and what people are you know gravitate towards mm-hmm. so um, I appreciate y'all and I always thank have you. and, and oh, thank, thank you. y'all for for being so gracious to me uh, with your time and and uh, and making this great outlet for everybody to share what thank they love you. about San Antonio awesome. culinary thank you so much chef and we did we didn't. Uh, we we oh, did yes. should mention that Saucy Birds is still is going to be part of our Gold Club, absolutely. and so it's too new. We haven't gotten the perks yet, but uh, they are absolutely a gold approved restaurant. So be looking for those amazing perks yes. coming up. Yep. All right. Well, Susie, I guess we should go and be ready for the next uh, podcast next week. So I don't know who we're having, but it's going to be great. It'll I'm sure. be another great another great entrepreneur chef. Yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) All right. Great. All right. Well, Chef, thank you so much for being with us today. And 
please, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, tell your friends, share, share, share. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. And eat local.